magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, a spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Lovinger, energy healer, energy reader, and inner child healing teacher. And this is a podcast about using magic and energy healing as we bravely embrace the full range of the human experience. It's true. We do that. Yeah, we do. We do our best. Yeah, we do our best to embrace it all. It's a big range, though, so we don't always succeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. that um, Last week we had um, Dr. Ingrid Clayton on, and then as a result, I got this book that she was talking about called CPTSD. It's by Pete Walker. Peter and that Walker. stands for Complex Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder. That's right. Um, and it's just been, you know, this eclipse season is bringing up a lot and it's really helpful, um, I think, to get more information about, I don't know, integrating stuff that's coming up, like understanding it and integrating it is really helpful. And one thing he talks about in there is about how like consciously, like talk therapy is good for consciously understanding what's happening, especially mm-hmm. for people who had narcissistic parents who were really double talking them and you don't really know what's going on and and your identity gets fused with wanting to get acceptance and all of that. It's really helpful to understand it. Mm-hmm. And then... It's interesting because then he goes on to be like, well, inner child work is really good. After you understand it, then using the body and connecting to the present is all helpful. I didn't mean to start talking about that, but here we are. (laughs) I guess that's that's what I've been doing this week. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, I could see that because um, because in the like having narcissistic parents or caregivers it is like you're so in their story like it took me so long to kind of get perspective that was yes not the story that I had been told about what happened yes well yes well you know it's usually if you have that kind of a caretaker they're very intense in some kind of way because they're very it's very black and white and it's not about centering on what do I need what do you need what are my feelings how can I feel them and you know it's a it's really this way of looking at things it's very intense and very triangulating and you know if there if you have siblings there's often a lot of um there's good and bad and you know, it's just yeah, a whole and it's thing. In, like really enmeshed, so you're not sure, especially as a kid, like yes. what, because you're not really taught. I mean, I was not taught mm-hmm. to uh, in that situation, in in that dynamic, that my feelings and situation were as valid and important no. as my mom's. No, they were not. Yeah, well, what he talks about in here is this idea that your super ego. Your ego basically get your okay. He said your super ego gets fused with your identity. It becomes your identity 
to try to gain good favor and mm, figure out how me. yeah and figure out how do, well where am I wrong where am I wrong where am I at fault where am I that becomes the identity so what you were talking about in terms of getting space yeah you, that it's that didn't happen as a kid so yeah this whole process of getting space like from now as adults from your inner child who was few in that living in that yeah. kind of nightmare of trying to get everybody to love them mm-hmm. and gain this loving adult and again speaking of the eclipse like depending where it is in your astrology chart you can see how this is coming up for you and for me interestingly it's coming up with in the land of siblings oh which I have not um like dealt with <laughs> that all. I mean like personally but I am looking at it energetically spiritually I'm thinking about that more and I didn't even think about that and I I was doing that and then I was like oh my god this is where it's come my where the eclipse the eclipse is highlighted is it because you are interacting with your siblings and there's stuff coming up in your relationship or is no. it just like on your own yeah, it just kind of oh. started coming up for me. I started thinking about it. Oh. And then I was like, oh, wow. Like, what are you thinking about? Well, I, I, you know, it's funny because part of me, this is also some of the trauma of growing up like this. I have anxiety about talking about it. Like, oh, I'm going to get well, in trouble, yeah. you know? Um, And I'm not going to talk about anything really like about him personally but just it's been like we my mom made it so that none of us we were all enemies to each other Mm. kind of at least that was my experience of it my mom always called my sister the perfect child oh and I didn't even think twice about it I was just like oh yeah she's the perfect child okay and like (laughs) it was just she the perfect daughter actually is what Mm. she used to say um and so anyway, I've just been thinking about how strange it is, how um, just there's such a rift between my brother. Like, we don't talk. It's not mm-hmm. that we're estranged, really. Like, he writes me happy birthday, and I write him happy birthday, and that's really it. Um, but my sister read my mom's diary, so now she's on my side, mm. <laughs> which is pretty big because... For her whole life, she wasn't. Yeah. And then the truth was there. But anyway, I don't mean to talk about that again. Boy, I'm really going at it. But um, <laughs> for <laughs> listeners, if you want to know where the eclipse is in your chart, look at where, what house Taurus is in. And then, because hmm. that's where the eclipse is and the, the lunar eclipse was. And, and did you say mine was in the 12th? No, because I thought, I forgot or, I thought you were Sag rising when I said that, but you're Sag moon. I believe that, okay, so I'm Pisces rising, and so that's my first house. So before that is, so you should, the 11th house of friends and hopes and dreams. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, there's also stuff going on with Scorpio as well. And for you, I believe, well, you could just follow that along. Oh, I don't know. It's probably the... I'll look it up. I think it's... Yeah, I don't know. You look it up. But um, yeah, the, the mm-hmm. eclipse... Oh, sorry. Did you oh, have no, more no. to say? Mm-mm. Oh, I was just going to say, well, we're recording this the morning of the eclipse, after the eclipse. And mm-hmm. 
I did not sleep well last night, even though I took a very strong sleep gummy. <laughs> what <laughs> do you usually mean by that? What's me in it? Um, cannabis. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and um, usually knocks me out. Like even I, like I took a lot. I took a whole half of it, which is one dose, which is a lot. And it, I was, it was like I was just wide awake. And then wow. so then I finally just got out of bed at three thirty. And then I was like, oh, I could maybe see the eclipse. So I went outside and I saw the eclipse. So that was neat. And But I do think mm-hmm. it was related, the sleep yeah. disturbance. Although I also got the, sh- the booster yesterday. So there's also that happening. That's true. And yeah. my arm was very sore. So that didn't help. Yeah. Um, I didn't used to sleep through full moons at all. But I got this very intense sleep mask. <laughs> Oh, that is really good at blocking out the light. And I know the energy of the moon often wakes people up. But for me, also, the light. So I have, though, actually, now that I say that I haven't been able to sleep in, I've been waking up at six for me, Mm -hmm. 630 is early. So I've been just waking up. Yeah, maybe. But I woke like no matter when I go to bed, I'll wake up at 630. So that could be happening, too. So anyway, the eclipse cycle is can bring up a lot of stuff. So if you're feeling that, you are not alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So how was your? What were the cards we picked last week? Well, last week I drew a cert, which was Snapdragon. It was about speaking your truth, and that was from the Magic of Flowers Oracle. And then you drew from the Wanderer's Tarot, oh, the right. Empress right. Reverse. Right. That's right. Well, I do have to say that the uh, another theme for me this week has been around being seen. I've been doing a lot of meditations and realizing like how much I actually want to be seen. Yeah. Like before this, I was just always it was I was more focused on the terror of it and being judged and like, you know, because that's how it was growing up. But in I got I've gotten to a point of healing now where I'm like, oh, my God, actually, but that's what I want. And it really was this week that I felt that. Oh, so what, it goes along with that card. What was Snapdragon? With again? assert. Yeah. Speak assert, your truth. Like, yeah. And I did like I. Oh, this is another reason why I've been thinking about my brother, because there I have feelings about like, OK, the more I'm speaking my truth, the more I'm saying what's going on, like. Am I, how do I feel? How much can I talk about that relationship or how much do I want to? And I can feel there's just some uh, stuff there. Mm -hmm. So I think that's also why that came up. But I had an article out on Mind Body Green. And that felt like, yeah, that was my first article for them. Go look it up if you like. It's about inner child healing. I think you'll like it. Um, But it's, um, another way I feel like assert, like I was putting my voice out there. Yeah. It's like, here I am. And then I told people about it. And, <laughs> you know, it really yeah. is like, okay, there's my picture. There's my name. I mean, I know we do this podcast, but it's just like in a different forum. I mean, they have like a million people coming to their website, I think. Oh, yeah. Day. Cool. So, yeah. So that came up for me. What about you? You know, I can't say because <laughs> hmm, okay. I, I had uh, lunch with my friend Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. She was a listener oh, also. Hi, Stephanie. And she, I was telling her that this eclipse energy, I don't, I can't t- explain it. Like, hmm. I can't explain yet what all I'm going through. Like, I did do some um, 
internal family systems. And I did tune in and I did cry deeply, which I always know I'm doing. It's working. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, But it was different. It was like very Scorpio. Like there's more Mm. depth here to go to that is just not accessible to you yet. Mm. So I couldn't. I mean, I felt it. I felt like I started the ball rolling, but then I just kind of ended up feeling like, okay, I mean, I'm glad I cried, but I kind of just feel a little confused now. (laughs) Uh, Well, maybe there's more because a lot of times like I do that kind I will do parts work, inner child work. I mean, every day, like one time a week wouldn't cut it for me <laughs> to know what's going on, especially in eclipse season. Right. Yeah. Maybe I should do more. But it was like it was around perfectionism because I can feel I can just feel that pull. Like when I don't feel um, like supported or yeah. um, grounded, yeah. Yeah. I start to be like, oh, what can I change about myself? What's wrong with me? How can I fix it? How can I be the like bulletproof? You know, yes, like that. Yes, I just that was what I did yes. it on. I was like, that's coming up. And that feels really like that would feel so like such a relief to just go into that perfectionism again. I don't have to feel mm-hmm. my feelings. So it's like, what is that? And I did. I tuned in. I tuned into the inner child. I tuned into the protector. Yeah. But it, like, I still was like, but I still just feel like well, being yes. in that energy. I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to stop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a very old pattern. Mm-hmm. So it's not. You're more identified with it, and you aren't as familiar with the feeling of what does it feel like to just have the inner adult or the self. Yeah, and I had been so vulnerable. I do think it's related. Like I had went through a period of such vulnerability. And then I'm like yes. also like, oh, and we just talked to Ingrid and we talked about the abuse that I went through. Like I just, I think all those things are connected. Yes. And, and you know what else is really yes. interesting is, I guess I can talk about what's going on. <laughs> I guess I am, but. <laughs> Good. I love it. Um, the other thing that's interesting is that I didn't used to be able to see that it was an escapist type of thing. Yes. Which is a good realization. Like, even though I can feel that I want to go into it. And now I'm like, oh, that's because then I don't have to feel my feelings. Oh, this is great. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe you (laughs) just need. so sweet. You look so excited. I am excited. (laughs) It's big. Because it's like, this is part, you know, this is the proof of how growth is cyclical. You know, you're like, oh, "Oh, vulnerable. And then like, oh, wait, you know what? Fuck that. I don't want to. But then you're still growing. It's like, oh, I don't want to. But I can see that that's not actually me. And that's not what I have. Yeah. Where before it was just like, no, this is because I need to be more perfect. And there is something wrong with me. And so, you know, now I'm like, oh, that's not really what this is about. (laughs) But also, you know what? I do think it's valid to be like, and I don't want to go there right now. I Mm -hmm. want to do that old pattern. And mm-hmm. you doing that consciously, great. Oh, that's a nice thing for you to say to me because it is like, I'm just like, why? Why can't I not just stop doing that? No, like, are you kidding? Because it's your whole childhood programming. <laughs> ah, yes. I mean, no, that is really, it's been ingrained that that's what you needed ugh, to survive. I mean, of course, that's not going to go away just from being like, oh, I was doing that. Oh, OK. Now I see it. I never need to do that again. <laughs> no, that's not yeah. how growth works, I guess, yeah. unfortunately. But yeah, letting yourself. In fact, that's something I actually tell people a lot is like, 
you can, I think it stops people from realizing, like wanting to know the truth, because then they think they have to, like, let's just say in your case, be vulnerable and not go into that pattern again, Mm -hmm. you know, because they know it now. But really, it's like, no, you can choose to, you don't have to leave somebody just because you know, they don't make you feel good. It's better to just know that they don't make you feel good in the first place. As long as you know, then you can start to make choices what you want to do. But a lot of people lie to themselves and are like, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. This partner's great for me. It's okay. It's okay. Because they think if they know, then they have to leave. Mm. Yeah, Where you can actually be conscious with it. Like, oh, I'm aware of this. Maybe I'm not ready to go yet. But just like I'm going to sit with this awareness. Yes. I I love this. Yeah. I spent like three years one time with a guy knowing the whole time that I was just working my way to get stronger Mm. to get out Mm -hmm. when I was 21. I was like, just going to keep working on myself till I feel strong getting out. And then I did it. Good job. Thank you. That was, I mean, I think of that age frame for me as being very confusing and hard. It was so hard. Oh, my God. I mean, that's when I first found inner child healing, actually. Anyway, so today we don't have guests. Our guest has been rescheduled. Um, So it's just us. It's just us. That's my um, 80s uh, soft rock. Oh, soft rock. Yeah. It's just us. Oh, I love it. Oh, great. Okay. So (laughs) do you want (laughs) to talk about your thing? Oh, yeah. So uh, I want to mention that. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast yet, but even if I have, I want to say that I have my three self-published books in my Practical Magic series are now all on Audible. So you can listen to the Audible version of Little Guide to Love Magic, Little Guide to Protection Magic, and Little Guide to Money Magic. And they're narrated by Harriet Seed, who is really great. She has a British Mm. accent. Oh, British. (laughs) I know how to do that. I mean, I understand that. Yeah, Hmm. it's great. They're great. like that? Does she say, it's a little guide to money magic? Yeah, it sounds exactly like Ah. that. That's great. Just get it for that reason alone. Um, so where can they find it? Oh, um, on Amazon. Those oh. are all on Amazon. They're also on Kindle Unlimited. So if you have a Ooh. subscription to Kindle Unlimited, you can read them all for free. Uh, and listen on there? No, how do, that's how Audible. Do you listen? If you have, oh, but if you have Audible. an Audible subscription, you can listen for free also. Okay, great. Um, well, in my world, I'll just say, why don't you sign up for my newsletter? You get three free meditations, a chakra clearing and two other good ones. And you get to hear from me if that's something of interest to you. I mean, it's not don't do it. (laughs) But I do think you guys would love it. Like, her newsletter is really great. Thank you. It's always funny and healing, inspiring. Oh, great. Thank you. So you can go to (laughs) highestlighthealing.com and uh, sign up over there. And you know what? You could also, while I'm promoting things, go to Mind Body Green. Probably just like put my name in and you can see the article that I was talking about before about inner child healing. And if you would like to hear from us... I'll just talk about it now. You can go to magicmonday.com 
com, not con. Magic Monday. It's podcast. not a con. Magic Monday Podcast dot com, and sign up for our newsletter. We send that out once a week, pictures of the cards and other things, and I send one out once a month. This coming week, we are taking off because it is Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, in the United States. That's right, and um, yeah that day it's just I, is there a new i guess there isn't a new name for it but why do we why do we want a new name for it well because it's a terrible day i mean it's no the indigenous people here weren't recognized so it's all like the we're like woohoo pilgrims and like we're celebrating our country as no mention of the slaughter and the overtaking right. of the stolen land. And so the renaming would be symbolic of like, we're going to look at this whole thing in a different way. That's right. I see. I mean, there's Indigenous People Day, but that's something else. I, you know, think we need to rethink the whole situation. Yeah, I think we need to rethink turkeys. I don't think we all need to be eating turkeys. Well, that too. It's true. <laughs> Rethink turkey. While we're talking about what we don't like about Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, right. Rethink turkeys. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> well, yeah, let's not lump all the turkeys, though. And, you know, that whole situation's a lot worse, I will say. I mean, it is terrible about the turkeys, but. Well, they're two different concerns. Exactly. Very, very different concerns. <laughs> um. Okay, so shall we read? Oh, read our question? Yeah, we have a question. But actually, before we do, we should oh. tell people where they can ask us a question. Oh, right, right, right. So go to magicmondaypodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> or you and, can email us. Oh, yeah, at magicmondaypodcast at gmail. Or you can call us and leave us a voicemail. We haven't had one of those in a little bit. Mm -hmm. And we really enjoy them. Um, so it's 828-333-7181, Okay. Okay. So now we have a question today from Andrea. And here is the question. Hello, Tess and Natasha. Thank you for your podcast. It's like checking in with soul sisters every week and serves to attune my heart and psyche towards the divine feminine, which is balancing for me. Disclaimer first, I am having a hard time articulating my question without revealing my judginess and ego because I do feel a bit righteous about some things I will be mentioning. So forgive me if this is unpalatable. <laughs> I have observed that you both seem certain of your spiritual epistemologies and quite literal magical thinking, and you blend this seamlessly with rational and logical responses to real world issues such as the pandemic and believing in the science of vaccines, for instance. For me, there is an inner conflict. While I can sort of hold seemingly contradicting views or epistemologies at once, I do feel dismissive of so much in the new age or spiritual space these days because of what I judge to be total irresponsibility, not tending to facts, data, or care for our most vulnerable people, knee-jerk contrarianism, predatory capitalism, and charlatanism that comes through in so many new age and alternative spiritual spaces. What are your thoughts? How do you hold everything at once so peacefully and remain open to allowing what seems to be transgressive in its effects out in the world? Does this even make sense? Do you want to go first? Sure. 
Uh, so yes, Andrea, it does make sense. I love this question. I feel like this is such an important question, especially since the pandemic and all of the things that we have seen that have been so detrimental (laughs) that have come from the new age, including the QAnon shaman, for example, and also so many, uh, anti-vax, such misinformation being spread that is putting people in danger and then and then the toxic positivity of course also so but let's start i want to start with the contradiction of science and spirituality so to me that used to be a real thing a real question Hmm. and i Hmm. I now I actually took a class years ago at Santa Monica College called the philosophy of religion that really helped with this because mm. the teacher was so great mm. Christina Holmgren she was really wise and I saw her aura every day like with my physical eyes that was like bright indigo it was amazing wow. yeah she's the only person that every day I would just sit there and be like I see you glowing indigo it was very wow. great. anyway <laughs> She was very wise and she talked about how science asks what and spirituality asks why Mm. and neither one can answer the other question. They're totally in different realms. Mm. So to me, they're not, they actually don't conflict. It's more like, and with my spiritual path like for example angels are a really big thing for me i work with angels i call on them every day i love them it's sort Mm -hmm. of my go-to thing but if someone were to say to me do angels literally exist Mm -hmm. i don't know the answer Mm -hmm. is it works for me it feels powerful to me to work with them and that's what i concentrate on more than the facts of it so that's one another example how it's to Mm. me they're just totally different realms science and spirituality Right. And also you can't really, I am, I often say this, that I'm not interested in convincing anybody of that. What, ener- that energy healing is real. Like you right. don't have to, if you don't want to believe it, don't yeah. believe it. And I if it's helpful, care. it's helpful. If exactly. it's not, that's the, that's the only question for me. That's Does it right. work? To me, I've seen countless people who it's helped, who... I seem to think I'm telling them things that are true. And for me, I feel lighter. I think they feel it. If someone else doesn't want to believe it, they don't have to. But I think, I guess what she's talking about is the New Age movement being in conflict with all, all of the, it sounds to me, probably came up when COVID. Yeah, there's, I mean, there are, there have been issues with the New Age movement that I didn't really even think about until COVID. Right. So what I want to say about that, I think she said something about allowing it or something, like how can you... The contradictions. Yeah, allowing. And what I would say is, for me, I just, I don't allow or I, it's just like, this is happening and I let go of control of what's outside of me. And so that's how I feel at peace about it. Like the people who are, um, that's right. Yeah, bad, are, the bad actors in this situation. I mean, yeah. I mean, all you can do is what you can do, you know. And I feel I try to do my best for the world and say what I feel. And I do know that if 
when I do get self-righteous about things, it only makes things worse, makes things, you know, I'm just here trying to learn and listen. <laughs> and if this is, it, it's interesting because in my little spiritual bubble, like for instance, in my world on Instagram, I'm not confronted by that at all. I think it's, I'm in a different, I mean, I guess I have been, I, at the start of the pandemic, I started to notice some people talking about QAnon stuff and I was like, Oh, no, that doesn't feel good to me. So I'm just not <laughs> going to follow them. But I follow a lot of spiritual people and none of them now certainly have made me feel uncomfortable. Like I don't feel like it's not that people can't make me feel uncomfortable, but I just mean I haven't that particular dynamic she's talking about. I don't encounter. I feel like it's kind of more old school new age maybe. I don't know. Well, I did also, I want to mention, if you don't know this already, Andrea, I wrote back in May, I wrote a series of three blog posts. The first one is called New Age 2.0, It's Time for an Upgrade. And that's when I really investigated oh, yeah. in all three of them different aspects of what I was like, These, this is wrong. This is not helpful. And I even actually looked back and I learned historically that there have been problems in the new age for a long time. Mm, mm-hmm. Like like there was a guy who had a really popular new age book like early on in the last century who then went on and founded a um, white supremacy organization mm. that is still exists today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like there there was Elizabeth Clare Prophet who I didn't know. I, I like I had read her book, some of her books. And then I learned that she had she it was like a nationalist cult where they were stockpiling weapons under ground and I mean it was there's just mm-hmm. been some issues <laughs> with <Yeah>. the new age movement <laughs> yeah definitely and there are with everything I mean it's I was just one uh, talk, coming back to that black and white thinking um I think that when I get caught up in that black and white thinking of um I'm all good and they're all bad or or even I or even I mean I do this this is something I really have to work on I'm all bad and what did I do wrong and they're all good either way you've got your heroes and your villains and and that's no way to feel peaceful you know Mm -hmm. it's for me the I've talked about this before but the wound for me is like around stray animals and and cats and dogs you know like why are people I know so many fucking people (laughs) buy animals Mm -hmm. still um see I'm getting all upset about it I mean I am really upset about the animals but like for a long time I would villainize people like what the fuck is wrong Mm -hmm. but you know what I buy fast fashion and I'm trying now not to buy. I mean, I'm trying. I'm like really like going to commit to that. But I contribute to the earth to my. It's just like there's no way to be a totally perfect ethical person. All you can do is try. And I do think when we make people the bad guys, even when they are doing things that we feel are very wrong, um, like buying animals, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. like, you know, millions of cats and dogs die every year because of it. But even though, and I think that like, if I start making them the villain, then it just makes everything unhappy, makes me unhappy. Make, like we could only, con- we ha- letting go of control, I think is so important. And also just letting go of demonizing myself or other people. Mm-hmm. We're just complex people. We contain multitudes. Yeah. So I hope that was helpful. I don't know. 
Yeah, I hope we covered uh, what you needed us to cover because <laughs> I really like, I feel like that's so important. I mean, there's just, I, I could see there being a lot of, I have had a lot of moments where I was, um, I mean, not for a while with my spiritual path. Well, that's not true. Cause like I did last year, remember I was like, should I quit? Like yeah. during, <laughs> yeah. during COVID when I was realizing the problems with the new age. Mm-hmm. So I have had that, but, um, but just in general, like I've always felt drawn to the spiritual path, but sometimes then I'm like, but wait, like, how does this, w-? so if there's, how like, does if, what? for example, like I remember really being like, if the divine is good, if, if there's a good force in the universe, then why is there suffering? Mm, like that, yeah. for example, like that doesn't make any sense. So kind of finding, well, then what am I tuning into oh I'm tuning into infinity which contains Mm. everything Mm -hmm. which I can tune into different currents of that and I there are some things that I can control and there are some things that I can't control and like just kind of finding what feels true to me what feels authentic and that to me that does like that idea that I mean we I think that's a Judeo-Christian I don't know like monotheistic Mm -hmm. idea of like God is good Mm -hmm. like that to me that's kind of shuts it down like okay well then why are there people starving? Like, how mm-hmm. does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But if it's more like, yeah, there are, there's, there's like this, we can't understand it. It's like, it yeah. trans, like, like Joseph Campbell defined God as that, uh, what is it? That level is something about that. Oh, that which transcends all levels of rational thinking. Mm, yeah. I mean, we really can't comprehend it. And mm-hmm. yeah, we just have to let go of control i think and but 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 remembering our interconnection with infinity to me Mm. that feels useful Mm. yeah i like that all right thank you for your question and um yeah if you want to ask us more oh uh, did i already say we won't be here next week because it's thanksgiving so um but you can still send us your questions um yeah although in December, I think we're having guests the whole time, but maybe we can still answer questions. And then next year, we're going to alternate. We'll do one with a guest and one without. So we'll have yeah. plenty of time for questions. Yeah. Um, so now it's time for the energy report. <laughs> I started early and then I went off key, so I had to keep it going until I got <laughs> got somewhere. That's great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So the energy report is when I feel into the energy of the week ahead. But this week, which, um, you know, I I can't I <laughs> I have done. But what I think is most important is because it is a holiday week, at least here in the U.S. That I have been talking to a bunch of people who are like I need help going into um you know seeing people this is what, what I, this is totally what practical magic is oh here. really okay. yeah funny. I know. Well, maybe it's a, it's funny because we never tell each other and in all <laughs> this time we've never had the exact same one I mean it I mean it might not be the exact but it is that yeah. same topic that's funny well I was just going to give a couple of tools to help Maybe they will be the exact same ones. (laughs) Maybe we don't need two segments this week. Okay. So the first one is, well, what I want to say about this is, in particular, people seem to be worried about, like, 
am I going to revert back to old patterns? Am I going to go back into like merging my energy with theirs? Am I going to, you know, how can I not feel drained? So the first tool I want to say is um, just be aware of your energy. So before you go in, is this what yours is? Uh no, but it's okay. definitely complimentary. Okay, okay. Yeah. So before you go, maybe you're in the car and you're driving there, or maybe you're, you know, even the weeks ahead, it's funny, I was actually talking um, to a friend of mine who was getting ready to do this, and I was like, this is like, you know, because they had a particularly challenging situation, I was like, this is like preparing for the mental health Olympics. Like, if you're going to the Olympics, you don't just show up and then do the, what do they call those? The events? events? Okay, yeah. <laughs> you don't just go and do it. You prepare, you practice, you go. So if you have challenging family, you you know, you don't want to just go in there without preparation. Mm -mm. So even in the week, well, now you're listening on a Monday, but you can apply this to the, the you know, um, rest of the holidays. Hanukkah, Christmas, whatever you celebrate. Um, so the week ahead, maybe take some baths, like really focus on, okay, can I feel my energy? What does my energy feel like right now? What happens when I go in the other room and talk to somebody or talk on the phone or Zoom? Am I noticing my energy going into the computer? Am I noticing my energy going to the other person? Okay, can I call it back to me? So just starting to become aware so that you're not... Just being aware helps people from coming into your space because the reason people can get in your space is because you're allowing them to on some level. And simply by having the intention of claiming your space, you're giving yourself the information, I'm not allowing other people in. And that's not to blame people, blame you for like if you have a person in your life who, um, doesn't respect boundaries. I'm not saying it's your fault that they're like that. I'm just saying the more you're aware of your energy, the less they can get in there. So just being aware of it. And then I would just say being aware of your grounding for extra points. You have a grounding cord. It's attached to the base of your spine. Your first chakra goes to the center of the earth. You can just throughout the time release any energy you don't want. Think of it like a garbage dump allowing it to go down there. The earth sucks it up, recycles it, and then breathe in light afterwards. Lots of light. The whole time you're there, you can imagine that a gold sun is following you around the whole time. See that sun above your head? Allow the light to come through you. That'll also help clear out and fill you up with what's yours. And then afterwards, when you're done, hey, if you like a bath, take one. Oh, yeah. Release it that way. That's fun. Yeah. Maybe get some fun bubble bath. Mm -hmm. I just got some new ones that are very exciting for me. Yeah, me too. Somebody oh. gave me like a gem infused. What even was it? That's what. That's why I was excited when you said that. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that soon. What oh, is yeah. it? <gasps> is it bubble bath? Gem and or honey salt? infused. Sea salt quartz charged Epsom Ooh. salt biodynamic honey jojoba essential oils of hoewood pine patchouli wow that sounds very thanks special. stephanie is that a holiday present from her oh it was a late birthday present oh 
That is very nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that is what I have to say about it. Okay. Great. So now it's time for practical magic. So this is really just a continuation of the same theme. Right. <laughs> it's so interesting. Um, so I also have two tips. Okay, great. One is, my first one is, don't, if you don't want to go to your family's gathering, just don't go. That's oh, my yeah. first tip. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you if you want to, then go. I'm not saying, like, you should definitely not go. Yeah. Yeah. But I just personally, I mean, there are some family members that used to be at my family gatherings that nowadays I would be like, I, I'm not going because I don't want to be around that person. But they're, for whatever reason, not in that group anymore. Mm. But so what I mean to say is, like, the family of mine that go- does gatherings, I love them. I love all of them. I want to see them. But I just don't want to see them at the holidays. It's just it's mm. too much for me. Mm. And I was talking yesterday to some friends of mine who are also empaths. And I realized that's an empath thing. It's like a highly sensitive person thing, I think. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like, oh, there's toxic people here. It's just this is too much. There's too many people. There's too much um, overstimulation. Yeah, it just doesn't feel... Yeah. When you say empath, by the way, I've been noticing around lately people are like, oh, people who call themselves empaths, uh, like, you know, but really what we're saying is you pick up on other people's energy really easily. You can feel their feel, you know, like you just it's overstimulation. It feels like too much. It's not like, oh, we're so great. I feel everybody's. I mean, some people might be like that about it. Yeah, but that's not what we mean. (laughs) I'm sure there are people like that, like Mm -hmm. narcissistic empathy. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. I I know a person like that. Mm. Um, But, uh, but what was I going to say? Oh yeah. Like that. uh, Tanya, our friend Tanya the other day posted about how clearing clutter is good for empaths because oh. like because clutter can be too many things in an environment can be overstimulation, which I was like, yes. that is it. That's it. I uh, get feel like everything's talking to me and giving uh, me energy and I just get overwhelmed. Wow. It took this long for you to finally have someone say it in a way where you were like. Now I, I mean, I like. I think there's a lot of things about it that I have understood, but then okay, when I'm yeah. like, oh no, it, it's that quality of me kind of like being so open, where I love like we live up in a little tiny town up in the mountains, and it's just totally quiet. We hardly ever even turn on the TV, and I just love it. I mean, you I hardly just, turn on the TV. Yeah, we don't listen to music. I mean, it's just dead quiet almost all the time here. <laughs> Ted doesn't listen to music. He's a music. Yeah, he, highly dislikes listening to music if we're driving sometimes we can listen to new age music but nothing with a melody because then he feels like he's working oh that's hard yeah that's like when i used to do comedy and i know a lot of comedy people like don't like to watch comedies i'm sure yeah because it feels like you're working like you're like oh you're trying to improve upon the jokes yeah that's how ted feels like and i like things he says i he just he hears something and then he just immediately starts picking it apart and but hold on you watch tv sometimes yeah but you tell me about rarely yeah i I would say like once or twice a week we watch a show okay hmm interesting 
Okay, go on. I mean, I'm sorry. and then sometimes I binge though. Like some days, instead of reading, I usually read, but sometimes so. I'll binge a show. Oh, so uh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Of. Every once in a while, I'm like, I'm gonna just watch like three episodes of something. I see. That's you binging three episodes. Yeah. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, go on. So okay. So anyway, so that was my first tip: was if you don't want to go, go don't visit go. your family other times. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be at the mm-hmm. holidays. That's what Ted and I just don't do that. We just have our own little holiday thing at home and then we go visit our families other times and it's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. And then my second uh, tool for the holidays is to, if you do have a family, it's so interesting that you talked about this too. If you do have a family member that, because in the past I have experience certain family members who wanted to rope me into some kind of drama let's like they want to like they want me to react or feel guilty or maybe they even want me to criticize them so then we can get into a fight like there's Mm. just you know how there's people like that Mm -hmm. um if you happen to have a family member like that just remember that if they do that to you, they try to rope you in. See if you can tune into the energy of that as like this kind of sticky energy that you just don't even need to get into mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Maybe make your energy bigger. In those cases, I would fill up with light and make my energy just kind of sense it or just intend for it to get really, really big. Rise, kind of like rising above that energy. I I have a kind of a like a shutdown, like a gate that closes <laughs> kind mm-hmm. of in front of me when mm-hmm. I notice that happening. Like if there's somebody, like a, boundary. a family member who I can just sense is being like, okay, I'm going to start this shit with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I could just be like, hmm. I just, it's like this kind of like, here I go, I shut down. Like I wrote about impractical protection magic. I wrote about it as an invisibility cloak where mm. it's like, you just kind of energetically, like you're just closed. Mm-hmm. You're just not open mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. So closed remembering for business. that. Yeah. Cause, cause like if you, I mean, you can sense when it's like th- that they want you to maybe give them advice or tell them what's wrong with them or like apologize or cry or something. And, and often with this kind of thing, there is maybe drinking involved Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. some kind of substance abuse Mm -hmm. just like realize it's not you don't have to say hey you know what this is it's just not necessarily the time to tell them what's wrong with them or tell them that you don't you don't even have to just do anything you could walk away don't engage yeah and what i want to say yeah i have a boundary i like to use which is a gold fence and then when i leave i explode the fence so their energy goes back to them my energy goes back to me I do think another way to close off without shutting yourself down is to make your energy bigger because when your energy is bigger it's like it's a way of like emboldening yourself without shutting yourself down yeah not that you have to when you close the gate have to shut yourself down but it's just another way of doing it yeah, and just see what works for you. Because I yeah. do feel like when that happens, it, for me, it, it kind of, it's on autopilot in a way. Like, oh, here we go. Pushing that away. <laughs> yeah. Just pushing it away. So yeah. see what works for you with it. Yeah. You can, yeah, shielding yourself in light is great. And that can support it too. Because then you can notice, oh, that's not me. That's them. And I don't, I don't need to be a part of that energy exactly. that they're putting out. 
Whatever you do, we hope you have a great holiday. We're not done yet. Just letting you know. Oh, what I wanted to say real fast was, um, you know, last week we talked about how I love the holidays and you don't and you posted about it. Um, why you realized why you like to have December, November I posted, to I posted about why I don't like the holidays. I posted about why I don't <laughs> want to decorate for Christmas before Thanksgiving. Okay. It's not Whatever. the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, what I want to say is that <laughs> your opinion is actually the more popular opinion. You know, I feel like when I go in and like stores or whatever, I feel like everybody's like, oh, holidays already. We haven't even da 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 da. So I just want to say that, like, I know I'm going against the grain here. Well, but that. I just want to show you my latest <laughs> ornament, <laughs> which is a little pink dog with lots of fuzzy hair. And this is why I love starting early. I get to have <laughs> these kinds of things in my life. Okay. That is too to much. Too, too, it's too little. And just right now, it would be too many things for me. Um, oh, yeah. You would hate to live here. But There's it's too much clutter. Because I've been thinking since, like, I'm getting it from you and also Ted, like, these, mm. the mm. judgy, why don't you want to decorate for Christmas? Hey, now? listen, I am not judging week. you. I am not well, judging you. I'm not. You feel judged. <laughs> I'm not judging you <laughs> whatsoever. Well, okay. But what I have been thinking about is that our national, it's like our national religion is capitalism. Mm, and, true. Th- and like, I feel like part of that is the mind control, like, training of if you don't if you in any way express any negativity toward christmas Mm. what are you you're a scrooge or you're Mm -hmm. a grinch Mm. you're a bad bad Mm. villain Mm. which is i'm not calling you a bad bad villain well and (laughs) you are you i understand that you feel feel judged not that i'm a villain but that i'm Maybe a little scroogey. No, you are not scroogey. I I, see. This is how I feel. Like, why can't I enjoy my extreme love of the holidays (laughs) without judging you for you don't love it? Mm. I don't. You don't have to love it. And I, but like when Ted and I decorate, I do really like it. I get into it. I don't. It's kind of like jumping into a cold pool for me. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, here we go. But then I do, and then I like it. Listen, I promise you I'm not judging you. Now, <laughs> if you were to live with me and you were against me decorating, I would feel very hampered by it. That And that's why you feel bad for Ted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you did say, see, you're, I, I do like feel you're bad gaslighting for me a little bit because you told me... <laughs> Because you told me that you felt bad for Ted. I do feel bad for Ted, but I'm not. I feel bad because I empathize with Ted. Like I know literally what I just said. These two I things mean, can as, exist. I mean, I, I wasn't mad about it, but it, as the way I was raised, like if you say I feel bad for Ted, then you're basically saying because uh, you're a bad girl. Yeah, I get that. No, I really do get that. I did not mean it that way. I'm sorry. No, I I totally understand why you would feel that way. But I just feel like, 
what I just said. Like, if you were to live with me, I would feel really bad because I'd be like, oh, I want to celebrate Christmas. I want to celebrate Hanukkah. I got four Hanukkah signs. Like, I thank God Hanukkah's early this year. I want to celebrate. And you, you, I would feel, you know what? It's interesting. I would feel judged by you. For mm, me, this is like, it maybe is. We need to, maybe we can start it here on the podcast <laughs> as an example mm-hmm. of just, you know what? Coexisting. With yes. Well, have- this is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I feel like you felt judged by me, which I do understand because, like I said, I think I would feel judged by you if you were here and I couldn't do that. But I feel judged by the world because I feel like everybody is anti-celebrating Christmas before. Like, you have to wait. If you have your tree up before Thanksgiving, then you have committed some kind of crime. I don't care that I'm judged, but I'm like, let so me do it. So you feel like you're, you understand the people who complain about the war on Christmas. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know who those people are? They're like, <laughs> oh I mean, my that's god, basically what no! <laughs> oh my god, we just need to end this conversation. <laughs> You've really done it now. <laughs> Aren't those people like anti-Semitic? No, I do not. You're, I am Jewish. I also celebrate Hanukkah. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Just listeners know, I don't feel any tension. Do you? No, not. not okay, not, good. This has just been funny to me. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to pick cards. But first oh, yeah. we're going to, um, and we hope you have a great Thanksgiving because then you can celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas. Yep. That's the, the moment that you start to be free to do that. <laughs> Tess if you won't don't judge want to be you. judged by the world. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Um, you can find me at highestlighthealing.com and on Instagram at highestlighthealing. And you can schedule a session with me or look up my classes, sign up for my newsletter, etc. What about you? And you can find me at tesswhitehurst.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at tess4444. On Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, and on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. It's interesting what I picked. Oh, wait. Did we say where you can find us? MagicMondayPodcast.com. We have said it quite a few times this episode. Oh, okay. I feel like already. And we're on Instagram. We sure Magic Monday Podcast. Mm-hmm, Magic Monday right. Podcast listeners on Facebook. What are you drawing from today? Well, what's really interesting, I am... <laughs> Hold on, I gotta look. Am I just okay? No, the wisdom of the oracle by Colette Baron Reed. Hmm. Um, I picked soulmates reversed. Oh, maybe this is about our our break with this um Christmas. <laughs> are breaking up over this mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like no more. You are no longer soulmate. Okay. It is, this is the message, an important relationship brings you to your knees. This is Uh the kind of soulmate, oh wait, no, this is actually good. What? I'm confused. Okay. This is the kind of soulmate who comes with a powerful gift. Your patterns and all your old stories that don't serve you, your well-being enter into this dynamic so you can heal them. Actually, this is like a lot about what we were talking about with going 
home to the holidays and seeing mm. your patterns. And this person is called to a sacred task to help you learn, even if it seems uncomfortable, sticky, or even inconceivable. Inconceivable. You know that movie, Princess Mm-mm. Bride? The Princess Bride? Oh, yeah, I know The Princess Bride. I just didn't remember that part. I haven't watched it. I mean, I've watched it like five times, but not like 20 times. Yeah. The question like, is like not. Like most people. <laughs> why did he or she do this or they do this to me? But rather, what is the gift in this? Oh, my gosh. This is perfect for the holidays. If somebody is confronting, if you're having a hard time, don't say, why did they do this? But rather, what is the gift in this? Mm-hmm. Look into the mirror. You will only be changed for the better. So thinking of any kind of family dynamics coming up as a sacred task to help you learn, even if it's uncomfortable. There you go. And you? So I drew from two cards, actually. I felt like drawing two from Cosmic Dancer Oracle, and they are related. Yes, by me and Sedona Soulfire. We co-wrote it. And um, I drew Be Magnetized, which Mm. is about the law of attraction, like being open to receiving, like being in one place and drawing up on that magnetic energy. Because there's two dynamics. I mean, there's receiving and then there's like projecting. Mm -hmm. And being magnetized is like that feeling of being a flower that's drawing the bees toward you, just staying where you are. Oh, my God. I literally was talking about this. I was doing magnet. I was doing manifestation work this morning. And I that's literally what I was. I was like, if I just sit here, I just sit here in deservingness and knowing that I'm worthy and deserving and what I want, you know, the highest things come to me when I'm in that place of deservingness. Yeah, and sometimes self-care, some kinds of self-care can help us to get into that energy, dancing, listening to music, um, feeling beautiful. And that's the other Mm. one that I drew was adorn the temple, which is taking care of your body um, and decorating it as if it's a sacred, uh, sacred space, which it is. Mm -hmm. I love it. That's really great, too. It's a real extra little like I feel like we covered the protection and and releasing and you know caring for ourselves element in our section and then this is like okay and then the next step is like valuing yourself making yourself have fun like have fun yeah you know beautiful sparkle yeah beautiful yeah all right everybody we hope you have a wonderful holiday Okay, I'm going to start this shit with you.